0: Thank you for joining us for Community Night, a Friday edition of Main Thing Radio, with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth.
1: Embrace the pruning process. Reach out and take sorrow and suffering by the hand and accept them as the guides that the Lord Jesus intends them to be for you. And know that Jesus is never closer to you than when the Father is tenderly and precisely cutting you at that point where he knows it's necessary. He knows it hurts, but he also knows that it would hurt you even more if he didn't do it.
0: You've heard people say, it's for your own good. The problem is... You rarely see it that way when you're in the middle of something terrible. But what Pastor Robert and Elizabeth want you to realize today is that sometimes God allows hard things in your life as part of the pruning process. He's looking out for you. Now let's join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth for Community Night on Main Thing Radio as they continue their message, Pruning.
1: It is a painful process, you know. Like we toss around words sometimes, like brokenness, vulnerability, and it sounds super spiritual, but it doesn't feel necessarily all that spiritual when it's when it's happening. Pruning can feel like sleepless nights when when your personal resources are are, are running low, or or the deep pain and grief that we experience when, um, someone that we, that we care deeply about dies. It can feel like the, the shame we experience when a character flaw gets publicly exposed and it can feel like fear, you know, the, the, the when, when he puts his finger on a, on a particular area of unbelief, you know, the, Fear of what's going to happen next. You know, each one of us has our own version of this. So the question is: in in your life right now, where are you being pruned by God, and what does it feel like for you? You know, there's a classic Christian book that I ran across again recently. Um, if you've never read it, I would encourage you to get a copy. I got it on. Kindle. I'm sure I've got a paperback buried somewhere in
2: multiple.
1: somewhere. Children's in one of
2: the versions, trunks, and, but yeah, they're the, the, awesome. The,
1: the, the name of the book is "Hinds Feet on High Places," and um, written by Hannah Henard, and she she was a missionary. Um, but in that little book, she writes that the Good Shepherd sends his two very best guides to assist the main character. Her, her name is Much Afraid, and he has called her to come with him to, to journey up the mountain to the high places. But she's crippled. So he, he tells her, he's sending her his two best guides to help her. And he, he says this, go with sorrow and suffering and if you cannot welcome them now when you come to the difficult places where you cannot manage alone put your hands in theirs confidently and they will take you exactly where i want you to go and that just that leaped off the page to me to be honest when you know when i read it the other day you know to this picture put you know reach out and take the hand of of sorrow. Reach out and take the hand of, of suffering. What's the point? Well, don't fight it. Embrace it. Embrace the pruning process. Reach out and take sorrow and suffering by the hand and accept them as the guides that the Lord Jesus intends them to be for you. And know that Jesus is never closer to you than when the Father is tenderly and precisely cutting you at that point where he knows it's necessary. He knows it hurts, but he also knows that it would hurt you even more if he didn't do it. It's his love. It's his faithfulness. So understanding pruning, only fruit-bearing branches are pruned. Pruning hurts, but pruning deepens our abiding. Remember, we asked you to hold on to that word earlier when, when Jesus was giving whoever wanted the way to abide in him, but but most walked away. In John 15 alone, the word abide is used 10 times. And most of us know what it means, but just to give you the dictionary definition of the Greek word that is translated there, to abide, it's to not depart, not to leave, to continue to be present, to persevere, to be held or kept Continually, so I mean, as you as you think about those different expressions of that word abide, which which means the most to you right now, what strikes you from that? You know, the pruning that you're enduring seeks to deepen that in you. You're you're abiding in Christ. Your abiding takes place at that point where where you fuse. With him and, and, and his, you know, his sap, so to speak, his, his life runs into your veins at that point. The, the apostle Paul, for him, I mean, it, he said it was a thorn in his flesh. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8, he wrote, concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore most gladly I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities in reproaches in needs in persecutions in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak then I am strong. And you know I'm I'm not there yet. I'm not I'm not yet at the place where I can take pleasure in my infirmities, my you know, constant belly aches and headaches. And, you know, I'm not celebrating the financial stress that's been such a consistent part of life. But I do realize that that's what he uses to fuse me deeper to himself. You know, it deepens my my walk with him. It deepens my dependence upon him. And, and I, I understand it better. I know more now at the age of 61 than I did at the peak of my strengths back in my 20s. I understand better, more fully now that his grace is made perfect, made complete in my weakness. You know, it, it comes back to that differentiation that Jesus makes you know bread that satisfies for a few hours or bread that satisfies forever Um,
2: yeah and that I mean that is essential that we recognize the priority of what the pruning does in us you know that matters but there's so much more at, at stake than that that's what's so amazing because if all it was, was for our pleasure, that would be beautiful, but but there, God has put so much more into these branches than that, and so that place of abiding and pruning is then the birthplace for the purpose. There's a purpose for it besides our abiding, which is beautiful, but it, it bears fruit. Like a good marriage, it bears fruit. So... I'm going to read a longer portion of John 15, and as I do, just listen for the purposes of pruning that I hear. They're more than we even drew out of here. But there's so many reasons this is worth it. Um, in John 15, verses 7 through 17, Jesus said, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit so you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and I abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment that you love one another. It's where we started out with people, as I have loved you greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends you are my friends if you do whatever i command you no longer do i call you servants for a servant does not know what his master is doing but i have called you friends for all the things that i heard from my father i have made known to you you did not choose me but i chose you and i appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain That whatever you ask the Father in my name, He may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another.
0: That's all we have time for today on Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. We're so glad you joined us. And we hope you'll be back next Friday at this same time. Each time you tune in, you'll hear from God's Word, learn what His heart is for you and your brothers and sisters in Christ, and how you can put His love into practice in your community. You'll hear from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth and other exciting guest speakers as we navigate the reality of the church in this modern world If you'd like to listen to additional Community Night teachings, visit mainthingradio.com today. You'll find our archive of these messages as well as the Monday through Thursday verse-by-verse teachings from Pastor Robert. You'll also be able to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Do you live in Miami Beach? If so, we'd love to see you this Sunday at Calvary, Miami Beach. Join us at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., or at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study with Pastor Robert. We're also live streaming all of our services on our church website and Facebook Live. Find out more at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to the church website. That's all for today. Thanks for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.